Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. This podcast is a place to learn about healing, transformation, potential, and radiant living. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but please just call me Rachel. Thank you so much for listening and learning about true healing from the inside out. This episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel affiliate, Source Code Meditation, an online education and meditation practice for awakening your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. You can go to the show notes for the link to sign up for a free enlightening webinar with the creator, Dr. Michael Cotton. And I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, please go to drrachelw.com and enter your name and email address. I will send you my nine happiness and healing essentials, which talks about some of my favorite healing tools. The link is in the show notes. And also please like Rev Life on Facebook with Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone. Today's episode is called Success Through Listening with Danielle Woolley. Danielle is a natural networker and people connector passionate about travel, self-wellness, and simplifying business. She has worked over 20 years with client-facing and service-based companies, both in her own businesses and in a 12-year career in technology. And currently, she serves as a director of FemCity, collaborating with and mentoring high-vibe, positive women to assist them in growing themselves personally and professionally, with an emphasis on business for the soul, which I love. (laughs) As if that wasn't enough, she also has a thriving wellness business in network marketing, utilizing the very products she sells and coaches on that allow her to feel energetic and healthy enough to do all that she does. Welcome to the show, Danielle. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to have you on and have this awesome conversation about listening. And I think it will, you know, serve our listeners to become aware of these concepts that you're going to share with us today. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's interesting because the term listening can be interpreted so many different ways. And a lot of the times when I'm speaking with people, especially women, they're always worried about going into action mode and what they need to do to help be successful. And it's really not so much all the time needing to be doing things, but taking that time to actually listen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are we listening to? When you say through listening, what are we listening for, listening to? So the interesting thing about listening is I have it where it it could be different things depending on what it is you're trying to be successful in. So my go-to is always listen to your body. So that's actually what the original name of my company was for a while. Um, And as I was working on rebranding, we've kind of transitioned out of that a bit. But listening to your body can mean many things too. So if you're always in go-go, do-do mode, and you're not taking the time to pause and see, does this feel right? Um, you know, is my body telling me that I'm overstressed or is it telling me that this may not be a good direction? If we're just so focused on the action items to get to that goal and you're not really pausing to listen, then your body is one of the number one things that you can actually use as a tool. And it doesn't cost anything because you are your body. Mm -hmm. I love that. And so is there, you know, describe it to us, is there like inner wisdom or something like, how do we know what is that next thing to do? 
So what I like to do is to share a personal story of mine. I feel like uh, a lot of people can relate and connect through an experience, whether it's shared through themselves or someone that they've known. And I like to talk about how I, you know, I've worked full time. I've had my own businesses, volunteer roles, and all these things I've always wanted to do. And I was doing them. And when people would say to me that they couldn't be successful because either they weren't feeling well or they felt like they didn't have enough time or energy. I, I never really understood that. So I would say, well, I don't understand. Like, just do it. Like, what's the big deal? Why can't you just do it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, my body said, all right, well, you're not listening. You're overdoing it. You're allowing stress to take over your life too much. So I was actually in a really bad spot health-wise where I was, you know, affected by autoimmune issues because my body just literally shut down. So simple tasks that I used to be able to do no problem, I couldn't do anymore. So it would be a matter of, let's say I needed to take a shower and straighten my hair because you know, I had a video conference or something. If I did that, then there was 10 other things I couldn't do that day because I would have used all my energy just in the simple act of straightening my hair. Mm-hmm. So from that experience, listening to my body meant slow down, uh, pay attention to how things make you feel. So whether it's a personal decision you're working on, or a business-related thing that you're working on, if it doesn't feel good in your gut, or if it's not in alignment with what your end goal is overall, just because you can be doing something doesn't mean you should, Mm -hmm. then listening to your body can be just like a physical ailment, like I experienced. Um, Once I got that all under control and I started pulling things out of my schedule that were not in alignment or not, you know, feeling good, then that kind of resolved on its own, as crazy as it sounds. Oh, well, no, that doesn't sound crazy. I think that okay, sounds good. beautiful. Well, I forgot the audience was talking to, so they're probably saying, yeah, of course, I understand that. Why wouldn't that be a thing? <laughs> um, but I used to be that person. I'd be like, well, what do you mean? Like, I eat healthy, I exercise, I'm fine. Why can't you just do what you're supposed to? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And then now I understand. So from that experience, it wasn't a pleasant one. Um, but now I've learned to listen to my gut, my body, seeing what kind of symptoms I may or may not have. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And it's so important. I That, that was a pivotal um, moment in my life when I started realizing that I needed to listen to my body instead of the forcing that I was doing as a group fitness instructor. You know, I eventually got to the point where I was like, you know, my body doesn't need an hour of this. And it's quite intense. Like instead I'm going to go for walks in silence instead of having the music crank. You know, I, I, I feel like through, at least for me, the, the way I was forcing myself in exercise was kind of an escape instead Absolutely. of a, more of an, a true embodying my body. <laughs> Absolutely. And then once I forced myself to slow down in that respect, I was more receptive to making business decisions. So whereas before I was always in go mode and not really paying attention to how I was feeling or what was going on, I feel like I kind of hit like a threshold of, okay, here's what your body knows it can take, but guess what? It doesn't want to do that anymore. So we're not going to allow it. So now my threshold is lower, but I'm able to achieve more. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, that totally does. Yeah. You know, that um, concept of being instead of doing, I feel like when we can be more and like be more present, then we like can take that inspired action, but then also we can, there's like that part of us that knows when to like, we know yes and we know no and uh, we can feel that yes and when you are in that mode for so long um, you know I mentioned and and actually you said it in my bio that even with my full-time job doing that for 12 years or just so many things I was good at just doing super fast 
that I actually develop like a reactive mode versus, you know, pausing, listening, getting feedback. And I didn't realize it originally, but, you know, through this whole process, I've learned that by even just listening, truly listening to the other person, whether it's a client or a colleague or a new idea that's in a meeting, if you're always in reactive mode, you're not actually listening. You're always listening to respond. Like, all right, I know what they're going to say. You're trying to predict and get ahead of it. But by doing that, you're actually not truly listening. And then you're trying to really control the situation rather than kind of seeing where it fluid, fluidly goes. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I think that's so true that we can kind of listen and be guided in our words and our wisdom instead of um, the that reaction or the like you were talking about, that, I mean, this applies to all circumstances, really, in our, how we're listening in communication, or listening for guidance, listening to what, you know, our body might need next for our wellness, or if we need, like, if our body wants to rest, or have silence. (laughs) Yeah, so the one way for listening was through the body. The second way through listening was physically using your ears, and truly listening, not just, like, kind of listening while, you know, the rest of your brain is being used to formulate responses before the other person's finished speaking. And another way to listen is through the pause. So if you are slowing down, if you're being more intentional, you're listening to your body, you're truly listening to the people around you, you actually may have more success. And actually I've proven you really will have more success because you're not so dead focused on going in that one direction on that one you know, path at super max speed, that you'll see that maybe the needs of your clients or your colleagues or even your own health and well-being change. Mm-hmm. So I know we talk about, a lot of business talk about doing like their 90-day goals or quarterly setting their goals and, and expectations. But even within that small period of time, that might change. So by opening up and having more free time to truly slow down, you may find that occurrences are happening. So I love connecting and networking with people. And it's something that I would just do. I'm natural at it. But sometimes I would focus so much on just too much of the business part of it or too much of the friendship part of it that I totally would miss the mark. So years ago, I'd be like, oh, I have this great friend. Um, You know, I have all this great time together. We have all these things in common. And then totally not taking advantage of the business piece of it. Maybe we could have had a business relationship out of that. Mm -hmm. Flipping it the other way, when I meet people focusing so much on the business part that you know, I could have maybe had like a really great girlfriend out of that, but I was so hyper-focused on, okay, this is a business person. It's going to be a business relationship that I wasn't properly listening there either. Oh, interesting. I like that um, perspective. Mm -hmm. So that's why I like to talk more about relationship building and listening to the needs of yourself too. So if you're working with somebody and I've actually had this happen in a personal experience where, um, you know, going through therapy, which I, you know, I have no problem sharing that I feel like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And um, she even shared with me that she actually had a relationship where she decided that rather than the patient therapist, it was more of a friendship thing. So she actually severed the one relationship to have another. And I feel like we don't do that enough either. You know, mm-hmm. we get stuck in a relationship, whether it's professional or personal, and not really kind of taking the time back to say like, okay, well, is this the best relationship to serve me? Oh, I like that. You know, to having that self-awareness and to pay attention to that, I think is really powerful. And then, and then you can create boundaries around it too. You know, if, if it's really meant to be a professional um, relationship, then you can kind of create boundaries around, you know, well, are we going to text at 9 p.m. or not? Or, um, you yeah. know, 
No, that's a really good example. Um, and it's interesting you say that too, because I, you probably heard me do my nervous laugh. So um, that was me saying I'm guilty of not being great at setting boundaries, but it's something I'm working on. <laughs> we all are. It's all a, a progress. <laughs> So describe now when you talk about success through listening, what is, you know, people have different definitions of success. So what is the success that you're talking about? So I purposely like to just say success because I like to ask a lot of questions and I like to listen to what the other person is saying. Cause one definition of success may not be relevant to another from one person to the other. Mm -hmm. So for me currently, my goal and my definition of success is what, is encompassing your whole life. So personally and professionally, because for so much time, I would set goals of wanting to be successful with my health. And then that was like one part of Danielle. Then wanting to be successful at my corporate job. That was another version of Danielle. Wanting to be successful at my businesses and my entrepreneurial journeys. That was a different Danielle. And I feel like just saying it out loud, even though I talk fast, but even just saying all that out loud, doesn't that sound exhausting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, it's, it's success in life overall. So that's why I always emphasize personally and professionally, uh, relationship and connection, business, personal, it's all one and the same for me. Now, I might have some listeners and you may have some listeners out there that disagree and say, well, no, I think you should keep those separate. But for me personally, it's all encompassing. So if I'm not feeling like I'm successful in my personal life, then my business is going to suffer and vice versa. Would you agree? Yeah. And I, well, and I love how you highlight that, you know, how you perceive it and how it works for you and your life is going to be different than for someone else. And for you to tune into that for yourself and not take on any other, you know, societal things around that is really a powerful place to be. Yeah. So for my own personal definition, I feel like, I feel like this varies from time to time, but Mm -hmm. right now it's success is, do I feel good? Do I feel like I'm valued in whatever it is I'm putting my energy into? And if not, then that's an opportunity to listen to my surroundings and kind of see am I in proper alignment? And then also going to the success of a business is my definition currently the correct definition for me. So before it used to be monetary goals. So I would set monetary goals with my businesses. I would set milestones based on whatever my corporate job wanted. But then at the end, I didn't feel like I'd fully accomplished what I knew I was either capable of, or I didn't feel like it was in direct alignment of what I felt like my purpose was. So then for me, my success goals were completely off base. Even though I hit them on paper, I didn't feel successful. So for me, it goes back to listening, listening to my body, listening to my gut, my instinct. Yeah. Because I think, you know, driven in corporate goals or whatever kind of work we are, if it's taking away from other aspects of ourselves, then it's kind of not in alignment. You know, if it's taking away too much from our family or from our relationships, or if it's taking away too much from our own self-care and tuning on the inside, then it's, it's imbalanced. Yes. I love the word balance too. I know some people say there's no such thing as balance. Other people may say there's a whole work-life balance, but for me, it just, again, I just listen and I know like when it's time for me, I mentioned Um, or you mentioned in my bio about how I love to travel. Like I can go periods of time doing what I have to for work, doing what I have to for my my personal life and for my clients. Like I'll just start to get like an itch or an inkling of I need a trip. It can be, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It could be a trip off to go hiking. I just recently went on a trip randomly to South Dakota to go visit family friends because I just felt like I needed to get away and kind of reset and come back. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Oh, very cool. So now tell us a little bit about Fem City. Oh, I would love to. And I'm glad you didn't ask me that sooner because I might have talked the entire time about that accidentally. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. So Fem City is actually another story about listening too. So I travel a lot with my corporate job in addition to just loving to travel on my own. And I was feeling a bit disconnected. So even though I have clients and I do a lot of the work I do in offices with companies, uh, I do a lot virtually too. So I get to the point where I feel like either A, I need to reset on my own, either doing something to take care of my body or, you know, just something mindset related, mm-hmm. or I need to get out and connect with people in real life. And I was feeling really, really drained from the type of networking and, and business building events I was going to prior to discovering a group called Fem City. And it was one of those things where I said, okay, I'm feeling a little burnt out. I either A, need to find a hot yoga studio mm-hmm. or B, find an event to go to where I can actually connect and you know, do mastermind type things. And I came across an event called, um, goodness, it was called Skirt Strategies for Women. And just the title of that sounded attractive to me. And I went and met these women randomly in Kansas City, Missouri. They were like, what the heck are you doing here? Because I'm from New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> and I told them, you know, just the description of your group really spoke to me. We have nothing like this where I'm at. Oh, wow. And I've just been craving a group where I can be myself. And focus on business, but also their tagline, business for your soul, really, really spoke to me because I talk a lot about doing things with, within my soul. Right. So the group itself, it is an online community, but also in-person collectives where it's a small, intimate group where we have set themes each month where you can uh, connect, share gratitudes with each other, talk about your business goals and personal goals. And then work on a topic together before you actually go into a networking piece so that you actually know the people that you're connecting with and you're building the relationships because everybody knows that they're going to grow their business and their client list by working with people that they know, like, and trust. And it's set up in a way where you get to know, like, and trust everyone that's in your group. Oh, that's cool. I love that. So... I was just thinking, you seem so like self-aware. I love that. I love talking to people who are just really in tune with themselves. Thank you. You have maybe some tips for people who maybe this is new to them and how would they kind of get started or what would they look for? Sure. So kind of going back and just simplifying. So I, I like to talk about simplifying business. I actually had to do that by starting by simplifying my life first. So just because you have the skills or the time, or even if you don't have the time, you're squeezing the time in to do things just because you can, you will eventually either burn out or be resentful or feel unfulfilled and kind of, you know, fall off track that way. But if you can tune into what it is that you need right now, personally, professionally, what it is you feel called to do, and then organizing your time in a way where if you still don't feel fulfilled, and it's going to sound a little crazy, do less. Because when you slow down, that's when you can see do other opportunities present themselves that maybe I wasn't aware of because I was so stuck in what I was trying to accomplish that I didn't see these other signs or openings or availabilities and, and other things that I could be doing to help take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And then also, too, the simple acts of writing gratitudes down. Uh, So if you feel like you're missing out and you haven't quite hit a goal yet, writing out those things you are grateful to do and grateful to have. And, um, you know, you're looking at your schedule. I actually, this is a simple tip and it, it may not be something that seems like it can really be a big deal, but for me it was where even though I had my schedule set and I had it in my phone and on my computer, 
for me, squeezing something in here and there wasn't a big deal. It wasn't until I actually got one of those old school dry erase board calendars. I don't know if you uh-huh. have one of those, Rachel. <laughs> no, not a dry erase. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got one. You could do a paper one too. But for me, the dry erase act um, was helpful because I would put it out and I can visually see it. So I would walk through my kitchen and see like, okay, this is what my week looks like. And I started eventually doing the whole month. And I was so much of a pre-planner. I was pre-planning everything that I was realizing I didn't have the time to become self-aware, know what I liked, know what I didn't like, mm-hmm. because I didn't have time to think. Yeah. You know, I for a while, having a phone on my calendar helped me to just live day to day, like in the present. Mm-hmm. But then there's also, I realized over time, just I need to see it sp- spread out too, like to have a vision. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I so think, you know, it served me at different times. So I think like we can change and, and um, what, like I, you were talking about earlier, what serves us at one time might be different at another time. Or- exactly. And then another tip too, for the self-awareness part is listening to yourself, like like literally what I just said, listen to yourself, say things out loud, because for a while I would think I was setting boundaries and that's something I'm still working on at the moment. And I would say like, yes, here's exactly what I can do for you. Here's the time frame I can get it done. Here's how to contact me or request additional stuff. But then I would say, and let me know if you need anything else at all. I'm here. I'm happy to help. And then I couldn't understand why people were calling me all day, emailing me all day, chatting me all day. I'm like, well, I told them what I can or can't do. So what I did is I slowed down, listened to what I was saying. I actually wrote out what my conversations with people. And then that's when I recognized like, okay, well, I set a boundary and then I took it away immediately by saying, if you ever need yeah. anything, let me know, come right to me. I'll help. Oh, like, interesting. What a, what a cool awareness to have. Mm-hmm. And so now that I recognize that I stopped saying it. it doesn't mean I'm not here to help people, but I'm working on those boundaries of, and here's the way you can reach me. Here's the hours you can reach me. Not I'm here if you need anything at all, whenever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So you mentioned that you have a blog and our listeners can um, check that out. Can you tell us more about, you know, what kinds of things could they read or learn about there? Sure. Absolutely. So I love writing. I actually started a couple of books that I haven't completed yet because I haven't really felt what the exact polar direction is. It's going to be the most beneficial for, you know, what makes me feel fulfilled and the experiences I've had to put out to everyone else. I'm kind of sitting on those at the moment. So I figured why not just start blogging? Mm -hmm. So my blog is encompassing of some of my trips I've had for traveling. So I have some really fun stories about all the travels that I've done, the types of people I've met and connected with, my experiences in business. So I've worked in corporate, I've worked in customer service roles, I've done network marketing. I've had my own businesses that I've created and sold. Um, So I have a lot of experience and fun stories there. And then I also like to talk about networking, women empowering each other Mm -hmm. and experiences like that. And just because I think it's fun, product reviews I like to do from Amazon because people always ask me for reviews all the time. So I'm like, why not? So just a mixture of all the things I love to do mixed in with business. And my website is daniellewoolley.com. And my last name is W-O-O-L-L-E-Y, so daniellewoolley.com. And, uh, you know, I'm always open to ideas, too. I like to, you know, I'd love to do a podcast someday. This has been very fun, Rachel. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, with all the other things I have going on, maybe that's down the road. Who knows? Yeah, very cool. I mean, you have a lot uh, to share, and then I know you are well-connected, so you probably have a lot of people that, uh, you know, to share their message, too, is really 
fun. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love doing too, is most of the time, if I'm speaking with someone and that's when I start to slow down and focus on just listening versus responding, because I also used to find myself, let's say you and I were talking, I would immediately start rattling off. You should connect with this person because of this and this person because of that. But before you even ask. So, you know, Mm -hmm. if I'm doing that, I'm not truly listening to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to ask me. So if there's people that you want to connect with, just let me know. Great awareness. And I, it's a great reminder for me too, because I think of myself as a good listener, but um, not always. (laughs) It's it's always uh, interesting awareness. Like how can we practice this more and apply it? And, you know, I'm learning that through the podcast to be kind of listening and not figuring out what I need to say next and just trusting that the flow will be there, you know? Yeah. And the message that people want to hear or need to hear is what'll come out from the conversations. If you're too far ahead of it and pre-planning too much, then you almost lose the intent of the the podcast. So I I love your method of doing that. I think that's great. Cool. (laughs) So any final thought you want to share with the listeners about success through listening? Yes. I think that I've covered most of what I typically talk about when I talk about listening, Mm -hmm. Uh, but my final tip to you is listen to what two things mean for you. One, listening. So is that listening to your body? Is that listening to just verbal communications from other people? Is it listening to signs from the universe or your gut? So find out what listening means to you so you can focus just on that one thing for right now. Because if you try focusing on too much at once, you're just going to get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. The second thing is define what success means to you right now. So right now is the key word, because if you are working with people and they're trying to support and help you, if you're not decisive on what the success looks like for you, then that might be wasted energy as well. So I, I really recommend that you do both of those things. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, great concepts to embrace and put into practice in our lives. I love it. Thank you. This has been really great. Thank you so much, Rachel. You're welcome, Danielle. Hey, listeners, my new book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You is now on Amazon, chapter by chapter. This book will help you to free the mind, free the body, free the soul, free you, free others, on and on. My hope is that it speaks to your soul and helps you heal and become free from the inside out. And I have an app that will support you on your journey to inner healing and radiance. It's free to download and you can subscribe for more features, including my daily recreators, power words for retraining your mind, and I send special push notifications. For info on that, go to rachelapp.com. So check out Danielle's blog at daniellewoolley.com. She was a beautiful guest. Thanks for being here. And with that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.